All right, welcome to Day State. This is episode one. I'm here yeah. with, uh, I don't like the word co-host, so I'm going to say my buddies, Naders, Nate for short, and JC. Yep, happy to be here. Very excited for the first episode. It's been a long time coming. Um, you know, we've been talking about it for a while. I'm glad we're finally in here. Yeah, man. Yeah. Nice to acknowledge that we're sitting underneath the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood poster. Yep. Even though you cannot see. But. Yeah, one day we are going to have... The posters in the background. We're going to have an yes. elaborate background. Yeah. So, how's everyone's week so far? It's only Monday. It's only Monday. Starting off Monday strong right now. Um, went to the library today. Got some homework done. Getting ready for this. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. starting out, ending the night with a nice beer of the root, mm-hmm. one would say. Root beer, as yeah, some would say. Um, yeah, we got a hockey game to attend later. We're not going to specify professional or collegiate. What school? Where we are. Yeah, or who we're pulling for. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to back up a little bit in case I'm a little loud. All right, so, Frick, let's get right into it. Yeah, let's go ahead for we it. We are going for a movie-oriented talk show slash P-O-D, C-A-S-T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't want to say the word. Because mm-hmm. um, we don't want to be held down by anything. Yeah, this could turn into anything. Who knows where this is going to go, you know? This could turn into Amber and Fitch. Yeah, very easily. American Eagle. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah, what? for the most part, we are going to be talking about movies. Some we some movies will decide through us three. Hopefully, we'll get a following at some point, and you guys will give us recommendations. But for now, it's going to be movies that at least one of us is really passionate about and wants to show the other two. And we we can we might start a system. We don't know. We're like one week JC puts out a movie, one week Nate, one week I do. I'm not sure, but that's up in the air. So, but for this week we decided on the I think it's a 2021 movie. Yeah, 2020. Oh, no, 2022. 2022 yeah. movie, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Yeah, yeah. Starring Rachel Snow and Pete Davidson. Yeah. Those are the only two actors. I know the first and last names though. Yeah. Um, it's the only people that I really knew going into it, you know, whenever it came out. Um, do you guys remember seeing, like, the advertisements Yeah, it was it? completely skewered, I thought. Yeah, did you ever see any of the ads for I did not see a single, I did not see a single advertisement. Will called me one night at, like, 10 o'clock at night and said, you have to go see this yeah, movie right with me. right after I watched it. Right after we watched it. You I have to go see this movie with me. I don't want you to look up, I don't want you to look up anything about it. Like, don't, I don't want you to have any knowledge about it. Just, it's called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember the advertisements being awful for it, and made yeah, it, it looked look like terrible. it was yeah, made it look like some like TikTok dumb Gen it, Z no, it, type. It looked movie. like hide and seek the movie. Yeah, from the trailer, yeah. it was it was pretty silly. But you know, like, you whenever I saw the synopsis, whenever I saw that Pete Davidson was in it, I was like, yeah. okay, like I'm expecting to laugh. You know, mm-hmm. whenever we went to go see it in the theater, I didn't have high hopes for it by any means. No, I was blown away. Yeah, I mean. I don't remember who all we went with, but I don't think anybody had anything bad to say about yeah. it. I mean, yeah, me and you saw it twice. We showed, saw it in theaters once and showed Nate. Yeah. Um, what does the synopsis read? When a group of rich 20-somethings plan a hurricane party at a remote family mansion, a party game turns deadly in this fresh and funny look at backstabbing, fake friends, and one party gone very, very wrong. That about sums it up, I, I think. Yeah, it was good. Um, it started off, you know, you don't really know the direction that it's going oh, in. Yeah. You know, For sure. um, I also really enjoyed how kind of in the beginning, um, like especially like within the first probably 30 minutes of it, 
they did a really good job of making you think that this is going to be a horror movie. Like, it's going to yeah. be, like, a really, really scary movie. You know, you're out in the forest, mm-hmm. hurricane's coming, power mm-hmm. goes out, this and that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I really liked that. I'm going to stop you right there. I will say, this is a spoiler review. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen the movie, I'm not sure why you're here right now, because <laughs> we have no audience. So, wow. this, is a, this is a spoiler review. I mean... Okay. Right. People aren't going to click on a random PO, no, POD. Not. I'm not going to hold anything back. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We are. We are going in spoiler free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Not free. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh boy. Yeah. So keep going if you had anything more to say. Um, no, I was good there. But I, I just really enjoyed that aspect of it, especially through the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Nate, um, let me ask you this. Okay. So. Me and JC have already seen it before, mm-hmm. really liked it, but I will say on the second viewing, since I knew the twist and I kind of knew what was expected, mm-hmm. I wasn't I was on the edge of my seat as much as I was in the theater, and plus oh, yeah. obviously the theater experience. Can you explain what, what your emotions kind of were as the movie unfolded a little more? Um, I think the movie was trying to play along with other recent trends in a lot of like recent movies, especially the Knives Out movies, because mm-hmm. same genre of mystery. So but did it play with it or did it make fun of it? Not make fun of it exactly because it was more making fun. It was the the satirical or making fun of it aspects than like the social aspects of the movie. Right. Like the uh, like the political aspects more so. Uh-huh. But the it was trying to imitate mystery movies, but not old mystery movies. The only the only mystery movie I could see it imitating that was not current would be Clue. It is trying to be an episode of Clue, basically, because they're yeah. playing a game. Um, mm, and I haven't seen that. I've only seen. I only know what it's about. I, right. It's weird. I know the synopsis. I've never seen it. Uh-huh. Um, but I basically know what happens. Uh, but it's. I thought it reminded me a lot of Knives Out. It's trying to be oh, yeah. a, a revamped version of an old style of movie, yeah. a murder mystery, which is. But with a social commentary of oh, like yeah. rich people. Exactly. Yeah, so it's it's odd, but like. You can do it well. Like I, I thought Knives Out did it really well. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm, I wasn't sure like where, the, what direction it would, it would go because I'm not sure. If you just copy something to me, it's, it's just not the same quality of like exactly. actually innovating it on, on, on it yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really do like about it. It's innovative. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a murder mystery. But as the twist reveals, it was never really a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and. I think that was refreshing to see at the end. You know, I thought it was hilarious that Pete Davidson's doing a TikTok with a machete and slices his neck open. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the perfect ending to make you literally go like, "No way!" You know, right. it's not like this huge big reveal of who was killing these people. It's that there was really no never a killing. Uh-huh. No, it, it really. So I wrote this down in my notes that uh-huh. it's it's not trying in the end, at the end of the movie, not, not as much in the beginning. It's not trying to be knives out or what's the new glass onion mm-hmm. what it's trying to or even clue what it's trying to be is Lord of the Flies it's trying to be like a social experiment uh-huh. like if you put a bunch of people on an island like in Lord of the Flies um, did y'all read that in middle school no, no. we had that assigned to us uh-huh. like we had to read it so Lord of the Flies based synopsis you a bunch of t- like 12 year old boys are put on an island and like with no supervision they have to survive they basically learn how to survive so uh-huh. they have to take that under account but it's like what happens when you put a bunch of twelve-year-old boys on an island, and they like organize themselves, and like there's a leader, and then they start, you know, 
oppressing other members of the tribe and like trying to kill people and they're like 12 like what, what's going on yeah so it's, it's trying to be like social commentary on what would happen if this happened yeah um so i i thought that was interesting at least at least it's not it wasn't a traditional mo- mystery in any aspect obviously but it was it was almost like a just like a, a trick it's like yeah. oh we're gonna it's not a mystery at all. It's like what happens when you take yeah. a bunch of coked out rich teenagers and yeah. you know lock them in a house together. And the, with the social comedy aspect of in the year 2022, mm-hmm. because that yeah. is unique. Because uh-huh. Clue is in 1985, and this could never happen in 1985. Right. Yeah. And the thing I like about it most is that if people complain about like, oh, that's a waste of movie, like waste of time, I just waste an hour and a half watching that, blah blah blah. Then you literally take in the TikTok aspect and say, "All right, well, how much time do you spend scrolling through social media a day?" Exactly. Like it is, a, it's like saying, "Ha ha, look at you." Even if you don't like this, you still do it constantly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we just we just spend hour and a half in form of a movie, and it, it, it acknowledged that and it made fun of that. And that I that's the most that's what I appreciated most about it. That it was it was the first modern day big piece of media that I saw that was like really like. Look at your generation. Look how you guys are, you know. I don't even know what else to really compare it to. I mean, yeah, the language like, in it, the characters, mm-hmm. you know, and the phones, you know. Yeah. That was a huge thing. Yeah, like, half the, the back half of the movie is lit only by phone, phones. phone yeah. lights, which is I thought was awesome. There, and there's obviously a misdirect at the end, but there's even a misdirect in the beginning of the movie, the first, the first act. Because the first act, the whole movie is self-aware. Like, it's like Greg fake dies. Right. And then the, yeah. the the fear to the balls thing. That was and like, genius. Like, Love that. So it's very self aware. Like it, oh it, like oh this is gonna be a horror movie, yeah. and then it's like oh that's it's not. Yeah. It, it and then in the second act it gets serious, takes itself seriously. In the third act again it's ridiculous again. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a self deception. Did a good job of bringing you in like getting you all tense and loosening you up with a little laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know it's they also did a really good job of you don't feel the same way about any two um, like any two characters you know you feel mm-hmm. a different way about each character you know um, I'm blanking on the names but the main character especially you know she came from uh, wherever she was with her mother yeah. you know um, and that was just like just totally different backstory than all the other mm-hmm. teenagers and you know but the thing is is they all have one thing in common teenagers wealthy and on yeah. some type of substance, you know? right? Um, so that was that was really really well. I think they did a really good job with that. Um, but usually, like in murder mysteries and stuff like that, you have people coming from different backgrounds and people of you know different mm-hmm. age and you know mm-hmm. different interest. But Absolutely. Everybody in this is kind of under the same wing, you know. And that's why Knives Out works so good mm-hmm. because all these different ages and unique mm-hmm. aspects of people in one family absolutely and then like you said when we first watched it it is bound all the characters you they're all different like and you feel different ways about them but you all dislike them all yeah there's no there's not a character you really like there and i wrote down they're all um everybody's emma and emma is the the girl that pete davidson's dating mm-hmm. if y'all don't remember pete right. davidson. The, the one that cries yes and pete yeah. davidson says like you've never had an original thought in your life right and all you do is copy everything you see on the internet mm-hmm. And wow. like I despise the way you think. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's an interesting way to think about somebody. Like, I don't like the way you think. Uh-huh. Um, and but everyone is like that. Even Pete Davidson himself is like a 
a f reflection of that. Yeah. So it's while they are all different, they're all the same in that aspect. Yeah, they're they're definitely they all have all have qualities that I hate. Mm -hmm. um, but I think each of them kind of has a quality that is f so much more different than everybody else. You know, mm -hmm. it's like you have um, Alice, right? Mm -hmm. Who's like trying to be somebody, like trying to you know have positivity, um, but can't get over you know the fact of like. I don't know exactly what I'm trying to is say. She, is she body dysmorphia? She's the body dysmorphia. <laughs> okay. She's self-obsessed. Yeah, self-obsessed, yeah. you know? Like, she's she's trying to put positivity out there, but at the roots, like, she's... She's just caring about herself. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then uh, Jordan, the girl that had the gun, uh, you know? yeah. um, she is trying to be, like, this leader, you know? She's, mm -hmm. she's doing her best to, like, be, like, this main person trying to, to lead the pack, lead the wave, mm -hmm. and she does, and... and she can't get over um, Sophie. Right. Right. It's like she's like, I feel like everything about Jordan, it was based around Sophie enough, you know? Mm -hmm. So maybe she's like, she doesn't care about herself enough. She compares herself too much. Compares yeah. herself too much. Yeah. That's exactly. And that, at the end of the day, is still like narcissistic in a way. So like, they're all narcissists, but like each in a different way. Mm -hmm. So yeah. goes yeah. back to what we just said. And, and each person's tailored personality, I guess it's kind of how it is with every murder mystery and, and Knives Out, but the commentary in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is like the way everyone acts, they each kind of give off, they each allow a little bit of mystery to them. Like um, the foreign exchange girl lying about where she went to school yeah. and then like uh, Sophie cheating with Jordan like mm -hmm. everyone has a little bit of mystery and then the jealousy of Emma and uh, Rachel's Sine I don't know uh, Alice oh. Alice and that like that whole aspect there's all there's a motive there's a motive with everyone yes. and that's yeah. become and that's because of their modern day personalities yeah. which is like a first time on screen kind of thing for me yeah um I think it was really, really interesting how, like, it doesn't matter which direction it's going in, uh, it could flip at any point. Like, oh no, it's you. Yeah. No, it's you. Like, yeah. it happened, I don't know, it's three or four times. The motives aren't revealed at the same time. Yeah. It's so. literally the, the Spider-Man meme. Yeah, You're exactly. just pointing at each other. Yeah. When the motive is revealed at the point, like when B's motive is revealed that she's a foreign girl. Uh, yeah. I had to look this up, I don't remember. Yeah. That mm. uh, when it's revealed that she lied a bunch of herself and she gets kicked out of the house, mm. Well, immediate like the following scene, her name is cleared because someone else's motive is revealed. Yeah. yeah. So each motive is revealed at a different point in time. Well, it's like they both are in the wrong just for different things, but it's like in the sequence that they were, it's like whoever is most recently accused of something or whoever is, whoever is most recently in the wrong is like, oh, you're the killer. And then yeah. there's social commentary to that. Yeah. So yeah. there's like a societal implication to that. Yeah. Of, you know, I'm sure you can... Like attention span yeah. wise, like something yeah. along the lines. Of you, that. you could even oh, for sure. You talk about it with cancer culture. Yeah. You talk about it with attention spans. You can talk about it with just like news cycles and how they disappear after two days. And you, you can oh, endless man. endless possibilities on references to society. On that. It's it's all too timely for this day and age. Yeah. Um, let's get into the story a little bit more. I did want to talk about you know as it unfolded. Was there any parts of the movie that went too quick for you guys? Were there any movies, any parts of the movie where you know, it kind of slowed down. You know, it's only an hour and 30 minutes, so it doesn't have a whole lot of time to drag. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, were there any parts for you guys that just kind of went too quick? 
Yes and no. Um, I love the pacing of it. Mm-hmm. I love how we can just bust it out in, in a quick hour and a half and yeah. not have to put a whole night aside for it. Um, but at the same time, you know, especially once you're aware of the commentary going on and yeah. how it's kind of clowning our generation, I didn't exactly want it to end. Like, I I wanted to, I like want to see how else can they make fun of us because, yeah. I mean, I know all three of us lean on the, like, we need to correct our society for sure way but I mean I personally don't have TikTok um but like just those little things I was like I really enjoy that someone is pointing these out and mm-hmm. not I mean not even necessarily making fun of it but saying hey this is a, a thing that's going on in our world right now yeah. with this generation do you have TikTok me mm-hmm. see I am just recently learning that of how many people <laughs> don't have it now yeah. you know um, I just recently put like the screen time on my phone because I, I find myself mindlessly scrolling exactly. all the time. You know, I was in the library today. I was like, "What am I doing? Yeah. You know, why, why am I on my phone right now? Put my mm-hmm. phone down." You know, yeah. um, and that's another thing. Like, I wanted to bring that up because it's like I'm a part of this. You know, I'm a part of who they're making fun of. We all are. Yeah. Know? No. Yeah. I'm. I'm not saying I'm not part of that at all. Yeah. I'm not having TikTok. I'm totally. I'm still on every other social media platform. Yeah. So I'm completely a part of that. But it's funny that you say that. That is the reason why. I deleted TikTok because I'd get home from class, like need to start my homework, go on TikTok for five minutes. Like, all right, five minutes. I yeah. look at the time, six minutes past. I'm like, all right, ah, let me get some food. Yeah. And while I'm eating, TikTok, boom, scrolling through it. And then have to take poop. Go take a poop, scrolling through TikTok. Yeah. And then like, all right, five more minutes after I poop, then I get tired. Let me go lay down for 10 minutes, YouTube or TikTok or whatever. And then it's like, I'm just pushing back my homework time. Like it's, it's not productive at all. Yeah. And I'm not, I can't tell myself that I'm not going to not use it for that long if I have it on my phone. Yeah. The screen time, you can say, let me go on it or whatever, whatever the, like, add five more minutes or whatever the yeah. procedure is with that. But, it's like, I need this off my phone. Yeah. I put my thing as Snapchat, Instagram, and TikTok, three-hour limit for, like, the whole day for all of them. That's good. So it's like, you know, it's like I'm still, if I need to go on my phone for anything, if, I, if I'm in my bed at night, I want to take a quick scroll, I still can, but... Yeah. You know, I'm really trying to, like, after seeing this movie again, it kind of put it in perspective for me again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to do that. So, is that what y'all think the message of the movie is? Like, if there's a message or thinking to it? I think that the main points are making, like, making us notice, right? Because they, they advertised it as, you know, like, to us, you know, to, oh, yeah. to Gen Z. And so, it's like, whenever these Gen Z people go watch it, it's like attention span and like the the lingo the lingo for yeah. sure like that was such a huge thing like, what was there was um toxic was used toxic. a lot and that was really funny you're silencing me it's body like, dysmorphia body dysmorphia about gaslighting yeah gaslighting gaslighting they gaslighting. said the word narcissist yeah. was yeah. one of yeah. them yeah. and I've already said narcissist on this episode yeah and so, so you would have been murdered if you oh were. yeah I mean, but um <laughs> Yeah, so I said I wrote down in my notes that there was a there's a message and there's a theme and I think they're a little bit different. Okay. Uh, so the theme, what the entire movie we've already talked about is a misdirect to the one theme of get off your phones, what you basically already said. Yeah. Um, you're all self obsessed and lazy, get off the phones. Um, but there's also like a message, honestly, to the movie that I don't think a whole lot of people can pick up on, and honestly, it could be totally subjective. Uh, I, um, those are my favorite things that people pick up on. So I wrote down. Uh, when you're not only e- egotistical, but you also believe you're right all the time. 
and you're trying to play Clue, you're actually trying to solve a murder, but there's not one to solve, you end up causing more harm than good. Right. So the message of the movie is stop playing God. Like you are, you're acting like you're, you have power in the world because you're like self-righteous. You're claiming, oh, there's, there's a murder going on, I have to solve it. There's a, there's a problem going on, I have to solve it. And it's like, it's basically calling out social progressives, in my opinion. We have to go fix something. We have to go, we have to go protest something. We have to yeah. go be activists about something because there's a problem and I have to go fix it. And it's calling that out sort of in a way. Oh, yeah. it's, it's saying, you're, like there's, stop, there's, there's no problem to be had here. You're just, you think you're right all the time. It was never once even thought, like, mm -hmm. oh, maybe this kid just fucked up. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like, maybe he, like, and obviously, like, if you see somebody with a slit throat, your, your automatic thing isn't, oh, he, go, he went and did it to himself. Right. But um, I think that, like, the fact that, you know, all of your wires aren't connecting up top when you're trying to solve a mystery, mm -hmm. you know, and I feel like that's, like, whenever you're saying playing God, you know, mm -hmm. and you don't, there's not always something to solve, mm -hmm. um, I think that that is kind of, shown in Jordan's character a lot, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, like, but, but just, you know, it's shown in all of them for sure because it kind of flips throughout the movie, but I think mm -hmm. in Jordan's character the most, um, what you're talking about is kind of shown. Specifically because she's the one who gets the gun. She gets the gun, and mm -hmm. she is the one with the with the most power throughout it, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, she's absolutely. the one that, that takes Greg's go bag yeah. and puts on the, the, head, the headlamp yeah, flashlight. And, yeah, you know, like, she does all that. Another thing about the flashlights... There's a, in the in the beginning of the movie we see a whole table full of flashlights yeah, and yeah, batteries, yeah. but the first thing that they want is to use their phone. I thought yeah. that was pretty funny. Anyway, yeah, we'll get back. And, and there's so many little nitpicky things like that. Yeah, yeah. And going back to what you were saying, yeah, like the whole he he kills himself on accident. One, I know they have any phone service, but these people are literally lost without their phones. Yeah. Like that's what the whole movie's about. They don't have cell phone service and they go crazy. Like they 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 kill all their friends. Because they don't have their phones, they can't call 911. Yeah. Secondly, there are rich, probably un uneducated. No one knows basic, like, um, survival CPR. Yeah, like, like any, all, all the words they get are from their phone. Like their basic vocabulary. Like we yeah. said, all the all their vocabulary comes from their phone. Yeah, like they don't. They, they don't, can't even speak with. They them. have no idea what to do in this situation. No one, like, not even. Well, Greg's asleep, but Greg probably would have helped out the most. Dude, absolutely. I mean, he like, probably he, had some some tourniquet stuff in his bag. I mean, I know it's a neck wound, but yeah. I mean, still, like he he was the guy that was kind of obviously the most mature, the oldest. You know, mm -hmm. probably the guy that's not on his phone. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and. Going along with Greg, they I loved how they mixed up vet from war vet to a veterinarian. The aspect <laughs> yeah, like, that was awesome. Like, that was pretty good. I forgot about that. Yeah. And there's the the aspect of how he's older, but he's like acting like them. He's acting like a twenty year old. He's yeah. act and he's on he's high too. Yeah. So he's being stupid. Like he's the one who's that's why what ultimately gets him killed is that he like mistakes us all as a fever dream. Like, oh, y'all are just messing with me. Yeah. But it's like how did they like how did Alice Meet him, you know, on the phone, you know. Um, so it's just funny that, like, the fact that this guy, you know, who's way older than all of these teenagers that met this, you know, I, I, are they teenagers or, or 20s? Early 20s? They're, 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 they're tweens. Tweens. Tweens? Tweens. That's ten to twelve, isn't it? Twenty agers. Who fucking knows? No, I thought tweens was. Anyway, I thought tweens was like nineteen. No, no, tweens. Yeah, like tweens is like olds. eleven, twelve. Yeah. yeah. Oh shoot. <laughs> Not tweens. 
Oh, God. That would be messed up if a 40-year-old met a tween on, on Tinder. <laughs> on Tinder. <laughs> Um, anyway, so it's just, it's just it's just funny that this this guy who's a lot older than all of these um, mid twenty year olds uh, met this girl on a dating app and was like, hey, let's go to this hurricane party with all my friends for the weekend, and then ends up he's the one that gets murdered, you know? Yeah. Like he's he's not like he's older and they don't know anything about him and they kill him. It's like a total swap of what you would expect, you know? And Greg. Totally the cool, cool guy. Yeah, like great. he was so like he was older, and he was so like oh you guys are just messing with me like yeah. oh let's play along like he's trying to fit in. He's he's like I he's mean, doing his best. Yeah, yeah, like he he tried really hard yeah, and he I mean, got you, punished you, for it because he didn't. Maybe it goes again with social awareness, but I mean yeah, and Greg is easily the most down to earth. Definitely the most down to earth. But here's the thing: if you're if you're like forty years old and you're going on. You know, a weekend getaway yeah, well, with 20 yeah, year olds. Maybe you're not. You clearly don't have your shit together, you know? Like, you're clearly not all, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, but overall, I think his character, or Pete Davidson's character, is probably my favorite, you know, just because comedy-wise and, yeah. um, like, the, the way that they are in social situations, I just, I really, really enjoy both yeah. the characters a lot. And yeah. I've, seen a, I've seen a little bit more of uh, Rachel Sinnoh and Shiva Baby, and it's, a, it's honestly a really similar movie where it's, kind of all set in one timeline and very stressful and tense and like awkward socially um, and she's great in that and she's great here and I think, sure. I think she's kind of a kind of flying under the radar for the next big star kind of thing yeah I've, I've never seen anything the actor's name that played Greg Lee Pace mm -hmm. yeah. you'll ever see anything that he's in I don't recognize his name I could look him up yeah um it says he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, I love the Guardians movies, but I don't recognize him. He might be one of those damn animals. Probably just one of those, one of those blue people. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. I'll figure out who he is. Anyway. He's um, Ronan. Ronan? Who's Ronan? The bad guy in the first one. And then he's in Captain Marvel. Who's He's Ronan again. The guy that's trying to get the, the purple? He's trying to kill all the people on the planet. He's a space racist. Wow, okay. He's a it. space racist? Yeah, you've never heard this? No. Like he, Guardians 1, he hates a race of people. That's why he's trying to kill them all. I don't know. Like he's, he's just a space racist. So he's a racist? Space racist. Space racist. I thought it was kind of a weak villain, but... Yeah. Guardians is good, so I liked mm -hmm. it. I'm excited for the new Guardians. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We've been talking about that on our Twitter page recently. The only Marvel movie I'm excited for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts? Um, I was going to bring up how y'all liked it slightly more than I did, so I was going to contrast w uh, one or two things I didn't like as much yeah, about it. Yeah, go for it. Because y'all both gave it 8 out of 10. Uh -huh. I gave it a 7 out of 10, so still liked it. But my negatives that I listed was that at the end, it's honestly, it has too many flavors of a trope movie. Like, um, So I'll kind of explain that. So I wrote down, obviously, the two main characters, the only two left alive at the end of the movie, are... Either, they're neither murdered or, um, hold on, this doesn't make any sense what I wrote down. Okay, so they're not dead, neither of them dead, so they obviously are not the one being murdered, and they're both either, they're either both the killer or neither the killer. Because yeah. one being the killer doesn't make any sense. So if this is revealed, it's almost like a, it's like a trick. You know, it doesn't feel legit, it feels like a trope. It's, so in mystery movies, there's common um, tropes. And people, if you make, like, Knives Out, uh, Ryan Johnson got heavily criticized for being kind of a trope, like, 
in the Glass Onion being a trope movie mm-hmm. because in Glass on, in Glass Onion. Were you there when we watched that? Mm-mm. Did you watch it? I watched it, yeah. Okay. I've seen it, I've seen it twice. I really in Glass it. Onion, there is an all-knowing document that reveals all information. Yeah, it's, it's a napkin, napkin right? Yeah. It's a napkin. And in mystery movies, people who really like mystery movies despise like when there's uh, a stereotype that's just leaned into. And one of them is an all-knowing document. And there's the easy way out. It's an easy way out. Yeah. It's, it's, or the, another could be, uh, I don't know. Like in Glass Onion, there's another one. There's a twin, identical twin. Oh, yeah. There's, that, was... that one is like a really easy, simple snap. We got the solution. Yeah. We don't have to be creative. We don't have to be innovative. We just, yeah. just we can write this yeah. in. It's a cop-out. It's a cop-out. And, and this one, there's another all-knowing uh, document. It's a yeah. phone. It's yeah. the, t- the phone knows yeah. all. But, and that's, but it's not on purpose, though? Yes, yeah, so it, it, you can ask yourself, is this satirical or is it lazy? And that's the question I was kind of asking. My, that, well, I think a lot of the movie is satirical, but the end kind of is a little lazy to me. Like, it's, like, obviously, the last two people alive, can't. one of them's not going to be the killer, so we're obviously ne- we're not in the range of like a classic murder mystery where there's one killer. So we're either in this range where they're both the killer or neither the killer. And that's the thing, is whenever you get to the point where there's two left, mm-hmm. right? You know, and they split up for a while, and they're both kind of scared. They're both shaken up. You know, whenever they come back to each other, mm-hmm. they're not worried about the murder mystery anymore. They're worried about Sophie's text messages. Yeah. You know, so it's like okay, selfish. They just they just get they just get rid of the the whole idea that all of these how many how many people six five people just got murdered in front mm-hmm. of them. You know, and instead they're going right back to the phone. That's where their ideas. And are. that's the other thing I wrote down is that it doesn't take its conclusion seriously. It's like if the, if the reaction at the end is not, oh, like these people are the worst. Like it's a, a serious version of this movie would be like, wow, these people are just, they're unbearable. And like yeah. it'd be a Lord of the Flies. Like you almost don't recognize, you, you do not recognize humanity at a point. That's the end of the Lord of the Flies. Like I can't believe these people would do this. Yeah. But the end of this movie is, haha, Pete Davidson is so silly. Like it's a laugh moment. I guess, I guess that makes and it, sense. And it's also like the, the director, when he writes on the end, like there's like a cop out, like we said, it's not like, because in a murder mystery, a lot of murder mystery fans will try to like figure out the, the murder before it shows you. That's like why some people love this genre so much. Because they try to solve it. That's half the fun. Half the fun. Yeah. But it's like it's not possible with this one because you can't see it coming. It's like we didn't we didn't show you. So like a good murder mystery to me would be you could figure it out with the clues. You just have to piece it together properly. A bat a a, a cop out murder mystery is it's not that you could have figured it out. You just missed something. It's the fact that. We didn't show it to you intentionally. We didn't yeah. show you the answers intentionally. It's like we, went, we weren't giving you the tools to figure it out. Like no. we, we didn't want you to know the whole thing. The, the, most cre- the most creative version of a murder mystery would be, we showed you everything. Like, you could have figured this out. You just never thought of it. Yeah. So, you, let's say, think back to yourself. You're halfway through this movie. Mm-hmm. Who did you think did it? Um, I don't mean to sound, like, like all-knowing here, but, like, I was like, there's got to be, like, a... A twist. I didn't know yeah. who. I did not think it'd be simple. I was like, there's no way this is one person. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to be one person. At the same time, we wouldn't have been so crazy and wanted to show you a movie that sure. would just would have been like, yeah. oh, it's this person. It's another sure. thing. It's like we there was a whole character that, you know, we didn't mm-hmm. know until the last scene, you know, whatever his mm-hmm. name was. We're like, oh, he left last night. This That's the other thing. thing. I thought, what was his name again? The I brother of Pete Davidson? I was like, he, well, he Jack, has to be coming back Jack at some or something. point. Yeah. Then that's basically the same trope as an identical twin, like a, a, a character that's not yeah. in the story yet, but you, that has significance to them, and they're not in the story whatsoever until the final scene of the movie. Yeah. Uh, so it really is like Max. 
what I was thinking, I was like, well, either Max is the murderer or like there's some weird twist here. Yeah. So I was like, I didn't, I didn't know what to think. I, because I, I figured every character has to have a motive. Because yeah. once they started revealing the motives, like, well, every character has to be lying, basically. Yeah. And when everyone's lying and all these people are dying, there's no way it's like it's gonna be a satisfactory ending unless like these people are just geniuses. Yeah. And it, I don't think it's, it was a genius movie. I think it was a creative movie. No, like yeah. there's it's definitely it's not deep. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like there's something crazy that you had to catch on to. It's not like there was something, you know underlying you know and that's the thing like we weren't trying to solve a puzzle you know they mm-hmm. didn't give us enough pieces to solve the puzzle um so it just know. they shocked you when they showed you the complete puzzle yeah i mean that, it, that, it, it was it, a shock movie they took it right down to the wire mm-hmm. you know so it was like to the last minute like the last minute you're like oh shit mm-hmm. you know, there it is yeah but it was a good time it was a good time it was definitely a good time it was I funny it. it was suspenseful at times i was especially in the theater my heart was going my yeah. stomach was a little tingly mm-hmm. I was expecting a couple more jump scares, you know? Like, looking back, I can only really think of two jump scares that really were there, you know? Yeah. Um, whenever Greg was, like, uh, like, whenever he was taking his nap, you know, he got up and uh, started going around a little bit. That made me, like, oh, you know, just for a bit. Yeah. And then in the in the end, whenever Sophie comes up and grabs um, B, you know? Mm-hmm. But instead, it's really just, like, hugging. You know, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's the only two jump scares that I can really, really think that kind of got me going. You know, Mm -hmm. I think there might have been one more in there, but it's not coming to mind right now. That I was like, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I know I was I was kind of like grabbing the sides of my seats whenever um, I think B went off on her own when she was running from Sophie. Yeah, whenever she hid like the plant. Yeah, like that. That was like, all right, what's about to happen? Because I knew it was towards the end of the movie. And we had no, like you said earlier, Nate, we don't know what's happened. We know that there's not a present killer. Mm-hmm. So I, I really thought something was going to happen then. So I was on the edge of my seat there. I also think, because we already talked about how it relates to like modern day reinventions of mystery movies, like Mad Dog, mm-hmm. and Clue, and I said Lord of the Flies. There's another aspect where I think it is trying to play on a new invention of the of the the horror or thriller genre. Right. And it's, so I think Black Mirror invented this. I know you, you like Black Mirror. I love Black Mirror. I know, I knew JC loved Black Mirror. So Black Mirror, I think, I've not seen all of them obviously, but I've seen a couple of them. And Black Mirror's whole uh, reinvention, or my, the thing that turns people onto it, is that the scary thing, the most terrifying thing, is humanity, is you. For sure. You're the most terrifying thing. And that's, it's, that's it's not you, some demon. It's not a monster. It's you. Yeah, that's why you watch those. Like I, I personally love the technology ones. You mm-hmm. know, me too. Um, those are my favorite. Smithereens and Nosedive. I really enjoy mm-hmm. just because those are the ones that are like, you know, the most about phones and shows the dangers of the the progressing technology. Um, but that's another thing. Like you watch Black Mirror for the twist because mm-hmm. you know that at the end of every single one, you're going to be like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. You know, like how did this happen? Um, but I think that you know. Uh, this movie did a really, really good job, kind of giving that twist. Um, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, like the the Black Mirror influence and kind of that, I, I didn't really see that at the, you know, my, after my first two watches, I guess. But I guess there are a lot of similarities. You know, that's like uh, that. This this very easily could be a a Black Mirror yeah, episode. You know, it's I mean, a, a dumb dumb down. But it's not know. only a, a social experiment, but it's also it, they all kind of have a similar message of the the mo- now obviously the the. They're not the big scary thing at the end. It's not the same thing every time, but it's the essential message of the movie is that 
humanity should terrify you. Like yeah. what we do should terrify you. Yeah. Not like a big scary CGI monster like a Stranger Things or uh, some like sort of demon, demonic possession. It's it's just you. That's yeah. all. And that's what is the scariest aspect. Yeah, I think about technology all the time. You know, I think there's a lot of. You ever seen iRobot before? You ever seen that Will Smith? No, I, haven't. I think you'd really enjoy that. Yeah. Have you ever seen that before? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> maybe we have our next movie. Oh. <laughs> all right. Speaking of next movie, let's get into the closeout. Yeah. So me and you, JC, give it a four out of ten. I gave I mean, it. I gave it a four, four out of five both times. I, I really, um, really enjoyed it. And you gave it a three and a half. I'll be a stickler that I talk in ten, so y'all talk in fives. He's an IMB, IMDb guy. Yeah. Originally, OG. originally, before Letterbox. Before Letterbox. So yeah, I mean, I, I give it that extra half star just because it's like something I've never seen before. You yeah, know? it's brand new. You know, there's um after this movie, I'm sure something got something else is gonna come, um like it. But the thing is, is it's the first of, it's mm-hmm. the first of its kind. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I really enjoyed that. I've never seen anything like it before, and you know, watching it the second time was was just as great. So yeah, yeah. I I really enjoyed the movie overall. Alright, well, it's about wraps, wraps it up for this episode. It's only yeah. the first. Many more to come. Yeah, let's go Let's go catch some hockey. Yeah, yeah we're going to uh, decide on the next movie soon. Hopefully we get way better at this. Yeah, this yeah. is this is a trial yeah. and error. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, we need a motto, but we'll work on that. We'll work on it. We appreciate right. you guys for listening. Stay safe. Thanks, Asher and Ben and Nate and Gabe. <laughs>